What's up, everyone? Icebox Podcast, episode 26 here. Hope everyone's having a good day. We're going to follow up that Shipshawana episode, which got a lot, a lot of listens with some heat. We're going to be talking some big pickups. Matt's got pickups. I got pickups. We're going to be having a little discussion about the relevance of comps and, you know, maybe how much we should or shouldn't be putting weight on them. And then maybe segueing a little bit into when do you sell some of the biggest cards in your collection? When's the right time to do it? We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff, but Matt, hello. How are you today? Pretty good. Excited to, yeah, like hopefully uh, keep this momentum going off the Shipsy episode. That episode seemed to go over well. Um, so yeah, just excited to keep that going. Yeah, me too. Here you picked up a lot recently. Yeah, at um at the time of recording, um it was about an hour ago. Oh, so, really? Yeah, pretty recently. Um It was an interesting lot. It was a lot of stuff I don't normally buy. Um I got 20 Zion mosaic base 9.5s. What why? So <laughs> I mean, the price just made sense, so that was interesting. And then um, just a lot of random stuff in there. I got probably 10 Gardner Minshew slabs. Um, <laughs> Is Gardner, Min- Gardner Minshew doesn't have a job. He's a backup in somewhere, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't even know, but I – yeah, I – He's Gardner a, Minshew. Yeah. I don't know why it's blocking my mind, but I got. Is he a, is he a oh, backup for the box? Backup in the Eagles. Yeah, I looked it up before I bought the cards, and now it's slipping my mind. So, yeah, so for the listeners, I did my research. I didn't just blindly buy these. But, yeah, so bought some cards of him. Um, oh, and then there was a Jason Dominguez in there. Oh, that's really kind of nice. Yeah, I don't really know what to think of him. Um, Seems like his price is tanked, though. So. Yeah, they they a hundred percent tanked. Yeah, um, and that was pretty much that. It, just a yeah weird like low end lot of probably about thirty slabs. So wow, an interesting lot. You know, my only Zion card that I have left because I just cut the bait on most of my Zion because. I wasn't that I, I didn't like just sitting around on all the Zion. There was other stuff that was more fun that I that I liked more to be buying. Uh, my only Zion left is a pink camo mosaic uh, base. Okay, it's just a nice looking card. Yeah, yeah. The mosaic is really nice that year. They did a they did a really good job with the product, even if it was it seems like it the colors especially pink and green were a little not as short print as people thought they were but okay. same with the genesis though as well the genesis uh for oh yeah the genesis is nowhere near as sp as people thought but that stuff the parallels of that stuff look good i think the base looks like straight trash but i think that the the parallels look great yeah I'll stand by I've, I've really enjoyed the variations too of the different rookies and stuff. I I mean they don't they don't really sell for anything. Like the Zion I as a nine five is like 
40 bucks. So it's I not... can't get that excited about the variations though. Yeah, I just like how they look mostly. The value is definitely not not there. And I don't they're I mean they're not really that short print either. So yeah, they do come out a lot. I'm surprised actually I don't like those variations as much, considering my roots are in uh Top's flagship, which has a lot of SPs and like SSPs as like hits, if you will, Mm -hmm. in the product. But that's a nice little pickup. Nice little pickup. You'll have some inventory if you ever set up at a show or something. Hopefully, if someone says, I'm looking for Zion, you say, well, you've come to the right place. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I know you got two. Giannis cards was that today or yesterday that was oh no that was today I literally bought those in the last four hours I'm nervously waiting now because before we got on the show I got offered one at less money than like I had paid for the other two and uh I thought should I just buy it uh I don't necessarily need three of these but then we sent an offer below even what the person offered Matt Matt you know it told me he said offer a little lower so now I'm yeah. nervously waiting uh, to see if see if I secure it. But yeah, bought two 2021 hoops road to the finals out of 199 Giannis cards. And it is the game six, him holding the MVP trophy. You actually can see Chris Middleton in the background holding the uh, the finals trophy. But Giannis is holding like the finals MVP trophy. And it has on the back, like, the write-up about, like, his performance, about how he dropped, like, 50 in that game and, like, all that, which is a fun card. That I So before – I actually have been selling quite a bit. I sold my Giannis rookie auto. It's gone. Sold my Giannis okay. – my Giannis tie-dye. I sold that, too. Honestly, I've been trying to cash out, like, a lot recently. Just cash out of some stuff. Get some more cash. Got some, some other uh, – real life expenses to be uh, I know that I'll want to take care of eventually so getting some cash out but I wanted these and I thought they're really cool cards out of 199 is relatively uh sp too for a card that is cement I think is actually is pretty good long-term power there should be no parallels right no there are no parallels it's just this yeah I like that I like that a lot just the out of 199 baby i don't know if there's a championship portraits or not i haven't done that much research i've poked around and looked at these for a while i don't believe there is but but it's a nice card i mean it's yeah i i don't know i i think it's actually so i liked my tie-dye and my tie-dye looked awesome and i i did enjoy it but i don't know like i look around and like it's like it was like a, a little worth more than like say that Juju Smith Schuster RPA I got from uh, your brother uh, was, and I was like, well, I like the Juju card better, so like I'm not just gonna hold this just for like the collection if that makes sense. So I just got rid of it, yeah. got rid of it, got some new money, and this actually I think in terms of like long term hold or like I'm betting on Giannis is pretty darn close to the best buy you could make with not having that much money available to you you have to buy weird stuff like this i think because yeah. the tie-dye they'll make those tie-dyes every year 
Like even my Giannis rookie auto that was worth like, I don't know, 800, 900 bucks. Like, yeah, like he has a bunch of better rookie autos. But this card is like yeah. a card with lineage. It's a card that's been printed for, you know, every year in hoops, they make these. And it's like the best one of the road to the finals. It's the best road to the finals card. And so it's the pinnacle. It's not paralleled. And it's like 250. They would call like 200 to 300 bucks. So you anywhere in there, they really go for. So, yeah, I don't know. It seems like the type of thing that if you're on a budget and you can make a play in that price range, cards like that are the move. I agree. I think that's a really nice card. That's a, yeah, from his first finals um, or for his first ring. Um, I think, like you said, uh, especially if he wins it this year, that could be interesting. You get get the first of two or how many ever he wins in his career. Because yeah. it sure seems like he's going to go down as a top player of all time. So, Yeah, I, I think he will. I actually was excited I got to because then if whatever, they go out and win, I could probably sell one, like unload it. But and if that happens, I still get to keep one. So I'm really excited to have two. I am a huge fan of buying multiples of cards. Uh, yeah. And at this, this is actually the price point where I seem to do it. I, 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 I've done this notoriously in almost the same exact price point with those David Ortiz 2013 tops SPs. I buy a lot of that. I buy a lot of that 2018 upper deck McDavid Crosby face-off card. I buy like the same cards over yeah. and over again. And you yeah, just we, learn the market. Yeah. And learning the market, it's pretty, uh, pretty valuable. If you can go and do a deal with a little more knowledge than somebody, I know uh, a little before we hopped on here, I was, I was saying that I really learned the market. Um, well, my brother and I did on Bo Jackson, um, especially we used to buy all his autos and then flip them because we just knew the market so well about, you know, what can you get for this immaculate Kansas city Royals one versus, you know, a football auto or uh, mm -hmm. and all these different things. And we, we had it down pat. So we, yeah, we used to buy a lot of Bo Jackson stuff. And I miss, I miss those days. You could, I mean, you could buy a nice Bo Jackson auto for like 30 bucks. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe like if you wanted a nice immaculate one, maybe you'd get up to like 50, 60, like that yeah. was pretty much about it. And then we'd sell it for 70, 80, make 10 to 20 bucks and just keep the train going. It's so fun when you know, like a guy's market like that and you just start, you just scoop them up and it's, yeah. It's actually oddly I one of the most fun like of my short term like flip activities like it's the most fun. Mhm. Mm yeah. It's not even really that much speculating like you 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 feel good about like a market and whenever the price is right on them you just scoop them all up. It has to be something that's like comes up though every now and then which isn't like too too rare. Right. Or else this yeah, doesn't do you work. Think, uh, do you think those Giannis road to the finals cards are going to dry up pretty soon? I don't know. So there are a couple on eBay. I bought two. Um, I think one of them was like 300 oboe, maybe. 
And one of them was like 400, 350, 390 OVO. I can't remember which ones I got, but there were like three or four of them up and I got two of them and I have the offer in on that other one, which hopefully yeah. the guy responds. I'm going to be nervously checking my phone now because I would, I would like it, but yeah, they, I got to imagine that those would dry up though, because like if, if I was a Bucks fan, oh my goodness, I would have, I would try to own all 199 if I was a Bucks <laughs> That would be like a, that would be a, an amazing card to have. I'd be buying that card up, no question. So I think I the would, fundamental problem is there aren't that many, in the grand scheme of things, Bucks fans. It's a smaller market. Yeah, but there, I, I think Giannis has a big fan base though, as a whole. Yeah, He's I think really, he does too. He, he might be one of the more likable stars. He's very likable. I don't so know anybody. Like, Nice. Yeah, for like the three or four days when I had no Giannis cards between when I got rid of my uh, auto and when I got this, I was sad that I didn't have any Giannis because yeah. I enjoy watching him a lot. And I don't know, it's just fun to have a card. Like if you, all I need is one though. All I need is one card for me. And so yeah. one of those will be the one that I just have. Because I remember watching it on TV that game too. And like, it was just fun. I don't know. That's where I'm at now. I just buy cards that like seem like I'm not going to lose my shirt and like could go up in the long run and are just fun for me to collect. So, and this fits the bill. You have some of these though. You have some road to the finals. Notably, probably the best road to the finals card printed. Yeah, I. that's the only one I have currently is the champs portraits uh lebron what you Uh, haven't you have the block though too don't you oh yeah you're right i do have the block still that's the road to the finals yep yeah so i have the block and i have the champs portraits from the same year those are nice yeah i i'm a huge fan of both those cards long term and that's um kind of what we wanted to get into today is like you know when you're looking for a a card like that I mean both those cards I'm not buying that to quick flip Mm -hmm. buying that as a long-term hold um and we were kind of talking about how how much are you paying attention to comps when you're Mm -hmm. looking to something um which I guess what I would want to ask you um say so we'll just throw out a number here. Say this card last three comps are all a thousand dollars, and you want to hold it long term. What would you want to pay? Like, uh, what's the well? Max? What would I want to pay? Would be the thousand. But what? <laughs> well, okay, yeah, yeah. What would you want to pay? I want to pay five hundred. Well, okay, yeah. Thanks. Not gonna happen. I don't know. Like this, uh, we're we're not gonna name names. Just keep, you know identities uh secure because i don't want to like a, a person didn't say they wanted their name shared but like a guy who's listened to this show a lot like came up like dm me we were talking about like this card and he was like you know i don't like how much you guys talk about comps on this on the show you you know too much about comps when in the grand scheme it just gets like annoying and un- unless you're buying for a short flip I think comps are overrated because for like a long-term hold or a PC pickup, 
it doesn't really matter that much. And I don't know, maybe we do talk about comps more than a lot of people would like, but I think it's kind of necessary if you're talking about short-term flips. Like last week we talked about the show, like talking about going to a show. A lot of the people, what people are going to shows to like wheel and deal are doing, it's just buying numbers. You watch Card Collector too. You watch what he, his show vlogs, man, he's not buying junk because you know, he wants that junk. He's buying, he's going to shows to buy at numbers and he wants to be at a number to buy it, to flip it. And if he's not there, he just won't buy it. And he only cares about a lot of these cards just because of the numbers. And if you're in that scenario, yeah, you got to be looking at the comps and yeah, like it's less fun, but that was a long rant cards up a thousand bucks. And I want it for the long term. I'd pay 11, 1150, maybe. I, I, I want the card, I guess. Like, if, if I want it, I will pay over comps if I want it for the long haul. I mean, every time I'll pay over comps if I want it for a long haul. Yeah. Because I, now granted, I, I, I think it'd be, you'd be foolish to not look at comps to help guide your decision-making. But that doesn't mean that we need to get ourselves into this perpetual downward cycle where, well, that, that last comp for a thousand, I can't pay a penny more than a thousand. And then the prices of cards just slide down and that's not good for anybody. It's not good for you. And that's how we screwed ourselves over here. I think uh, in the past like year on a lot of cards is just being comp obsessed, but I, I would, what would you pay? I'd pay 1150 comfortably and if i really wanted it you could probably get me to pay more yeah i think um obviously like it's just going to depend uh like how rare it is too because if yeah. i can easily if i can easily be like okay two of these pop up every month i can just wait a little bit then i'd probably be around you know a thousand to eleven but if it's like okay this card hasn't sold in the past year Oh, oh, then you could know, pay you more. Could probably, I could pay fifteen hundred if right, I needed then, to. Yeah, then you could probably start creeping up there, and that I mean, that's what I've done on a lot of my LeBrons. Like I've a lot of my LeBrons, I've paid pretty much. I mean, full comps on or found, got lucky a couple times and paid under comps. But I mean, if I want it, and it's five percent above comps or something i'm not going to let that stop me from getting a rare card that i know i'm not going to be able to get for the next year yeah that's how i felt um recently purchasing i guess this is a slightly different beast i don't know how you feel 100 percent when you buy like the lebron because there's definitely some financial arm to it it's not just to accumulate yeah. lebron but like when i bought if i buy stuff where there's absolutely no uh financial uh <laughs> like component and you still don't want to be like buy something for an absurd price but like i bought like the juju patch auto from like your brother grand he gave me a good price but like that's a card like you don't see it all the time it's pretty cool and then when i bought my ian book flawless patch auto for in like a notre dame uniform like gold flawless out of 10 i got lucky 
that like this low offer was accepted, but I don't know if it was really low because you know it's hard to feel out a market on that. That's something I would pay just within reason, whatever it took, like to get it because yeah. it's that's just the PC. I and, and I am fully aware that in time that card will go down in price. And but like so it goes. It I just wanted one and I am not gonna be dictated by looking at numbers and i did not do a thorough study of the market on that card to make an offer you just kind of look at oh what are some up on ebay for oh we'll send out an offer right and that's kind of how i feel on stuff like that it depends how much you need to turn a profit on it how much i pay attention yeah i agree with that i yeah i think if it's uh I mean, yeah, if it's a long-term hold, there's no, yeah, it's just, it's like you said, you know, like you don't want to, oh, this card's worth 500. I'll pay 1500 because it's a long-term hold or something like you don't want to get that's stupid. Yeah. But so like, you have to pay attention to comps. Like if I see a LeBron that I really want and would potentially pay like over comps, I'm still looking up comps to see where it's at. Well, yeah, you need some help. Yeah. Comps are still important no matter what anyone says it's just yeah how much am i willing to go above comps on a certain card especially if i believe in it long term which a lot of the times i will and a lot of the times if your instinct is good then most of the time i'd say it pays off in my experience although i will i will say i will say the most fun purchases for me like by a substantial margin are the ones that are a toe the line between long-term hold and PC where the price does not matter a ton. And it was a good buy, not because of the price that you got it at, but just because you got that card. I will say that, that like, that is the most fun buy hands down for me. Yeah. I, I really like the effort and process of tracking something down. It's so fun. Yeah. The hunt. It, I've been it, on the hunt for that Ian book for like five months and I never yeah. secured one until now. And it was so satisfying to secure one. Right. Yeah. You can finally, um, well, I, I actually have a physical list of the cards like I'm after for my PC. So whenever I get one, I get to like scratch it off <laughs> and all oh, that is so satisfying. I love that feeling of finally for me, being it's able to, the- for me, it's the deleting of the eBay saved search. Yes, that's satisfying as well. Yep. Yeah, the Ian Book Flawless Patch Auto was removed from the saved searches after I was finally able to get one. Check out my IG, by the way, guys. 412 Sports Cards if you want to see that card. Pretty awesome card. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully there's some Notre Dame fans listening. If they're there, they would like it. I, I think if you're not a Notre Dame fan, it would not be that cool. But if you're a Notre Dame fan, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's what the PC is kind of all about, right? Like, that's why people collect. I mean, there's certain people's collections that I would look at and be like, wow, yeah, that has no appeal to me. And then the next person would be like, wow, that's the coolest collection I've ever seen. Like, if someone, you know, has an insane Pittsburgh Steelers collection, like, that would have no appeal to me. Like for you, like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, that's fair. Like I wouldn't have any interest in like collegiate 
Michigan patch, like autos or like right. anything of like guys like oh, that has it. literally zero appeal. But right. but what meanwhile, this Ian book, it's mighty nice. Yeah. And and I can tell you that the Aiden Hutchinson flawless auto will be in my save searches. You know. Yeah, so you, and you, and I assume you'll want it in a in flawless collegiate. You won't want. Yep. You won't want the pro uniform, which is how I feel about this. I don't want, I want, I have no interest in Ian Book in a pro uniform. There's no interest yeah. whatsoever. I just want the yeah. collegiate where he's wearing the Notre Dame uniform. That's all I want. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to see what different people collect in different teams and players. And yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's what makes the hobby cool because there's a collector for everything. That is why whenever I find cheap one of ones, I always try to make a play on it. If, if they're cheap, because there's gotta be somebody out there that's looking for it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I think one of ones are overrated. At least they have minimum less appeal to me by a pretty good amount. Oh, I, I completely agree with that. I buy one of ones like resell. I have, zero i think one of ones in my pc now that i think about it yeah i also have zero i've owned a couple one of ones but like print i've owned like printing plates oh yeah those have zero appeal to me printing plates are the printing plate has more appeal to me often than a typical one of one just because it's cool yeah you know and the price is right the price being right makes it very attractive as well because it you don't get killed over it I, I like the printing plates that are of, like, iconic cards. Like, if I – I think it was the other day. I saw someone post on Facebook a LeBron 2003 Topps Chrome printing plate. Whoa. I was like, Whoa. That is, like that's cool. Like, that is – that's awesome. Does or, that, does that overcome maybe, the fact that – does that overcome the fact that no one wants printing plates because they say they're ugly? Are they willing to pay for that? Yeah, I I would oh I would love to have that in my PC. A couple of years ago too, I got outbid on the printing plate that was used to make the Luca uh, NT. What? And it, wait, it that exists. Small. Oh yeah, I got outbid on it by what? What product who, is that released in? I would think NT. Yeah, you're right. It's an NT. Those plates are an NT. I'm trying to... Somebody... Somebody on Instagram bid me up. And he has a he has a PC of all these insane printing plates. Like, he has the Juan Soto update printing plate. And, like, all this different stuff. And it's wow. Cool. Wow. Very- That's a... Wow. What a collection. Yeah, like that's that's very unique to me. But um yeah, overall printing plates like the $20 variations where it's just like some random base card that does not appeal to me. But. I ha- okay, okay. I can get behind that. I can get behind that because the one of one of like a random card has very minimal appeal and the the printing plate of a random card also low appeal, but the printing plate of a rookie card has a lot more appeal than the one of one because it's so much cheaper, which 
does make it and it's and it's actually kind of cool like just a regular base rookie that's like black one of one the printing plate is actually cool because it's used to make all of them i don't know but i'm big i'm big fan of the printing plates but i used to have a cabrian hayes uh the pirates third baseman i used to have the cyan plate i think is what i had of his first bowman oh that's kind of cool yeah it was cool it was pretty neat like i had the it was only and i got rid of it and you know how much that plate went for well compared to okay come i'll give you like in compared to a, a raw first bowman auto how much did the cyan plate go for so cyan plate's not signed, right? No, it's just just a plate. It's not signed. That's about it, the same, then. Yep, about the same. Almost yeah, exactly crazy. the same price. Yeah, that wow. But I take the cyan plate all day over the auto at that price. It was just so cool. Yeah, it's like thirty five dollars at the time. It was great. Yeah, now that we were talking about plates, a month ago I was at a small local show, and I had the I had the opportunity to buy Wander first bowman chrome plate what not non-auto well, was the price reasonable that's so cool no uh so i i think the price was high to the point where i didn't want to take a risk on it but it yeah it was a cool card i yeah, it was definitely a cool card. And actually, I'm going to that same show on Saturday. So maybe if it's still there, I might chuck an offer. That'd be pretty fun. Like, if you were a big Wander fan, that's such a cool card. Yeah. I understand that most people don't like the plate is not as pretty. I understand. But the plate is cool. Yeah, some of the plates get really beat up, too. My get... plate had some dings in it. The Cabrian Hayes Cyan plate had had a, a, a huge ding in the back and like yeah it was yeah it, it, it's how you know it was used yeah right yeah they they <laughs> it always makes me laugh um I, I don't know if any of the listeners have done it but sometimes i see people grade the printing plates and then they oh. come back as like threes or fours or whatever that that always <laughs> makes me laugh yeah, because they've been smacked around in a factory because they were th- they were the means of producing the cards. But yeah, I guess we went off the rails there. But yeah, I guess maybe that shows. I, I guess just but you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed just some listening to talking about some cards. That's what's all. That's what's always fun. Just talking about random cards. Always have a good time doing it. Yeah, I think the moral of the story the rants is don't be too afraid to pay above comps. Yeah. Unless it's, unless it's a Zion base prism PSA 10, then I would not recommend paying above comps. I would recommend not buying the Zion base prism PSA 10 at all. Uh, But I guess whatever floats your boat. If it's a rare card that you believe in, I mean, if you truly believe in it, then yeah, go for it. I've, I've done that many times. So Yeah. You know what? I, I'm trying to think of some of the random stuff that I've bought with. For some reason here, I, I actually bought, I don't know. I bought a bunch of random stuff. I have 
it's the the most fun things in my collection by far are yeah. the stuff that's been random but yeah well, I want to move along I guess I want to talk more about that LeBron championship portrait I got a little inspired thinking about this with my uh Crosby patch auto I uh, started wondering about this I was having a conversation in the DMs don't know if the guy wants to be once his at like red, but there was a guy and he was talking about, yeah, like sometimes the prices on these cards, they just get, just get too high. And I, I just want to get rid of them and buy something that's like more meaningful or something like that. And want to buy some different cards. Where are you, where, when do you stand on when to sell a big, big card? Like something like that you put a lot of work into and it was a big buy, like a LeBron championship portrait. What, what do you, what do you think about selling that? Um, I think it's just kind of naturally. Like I'll see a comp and I'll just be like, oh, wow. I would rather have that amount of cash than this card. And it's like, oh, okay. Time to sell. Yeah. Because my logic is, and I, I don't know who told me this, and I wish I knew because I would give them credit. But if you're holding <laughs> a card, then that means that you would buy it at that yep. price. Yep. I, I have actually said that maybe, you know, maybe it was me. Yeah, maybe. But, but I, I have, I, I do think about that all the time. Yep. That's, that's how I think about it. If I like say, um, you know, t- tomorrow, my LeBron champs portraits is worth 50 grand. Would I buy one at that price? Eh, probably not. So then that comes the point where I decide to sell. And that's, that's always how I look at it is what I buy this card at this price if I didn't own it and I had the cash. And the other time I will sell it, uh, a grail, which I think a lot of people can relate to this, is just if something else comes up and you need the cash and you have yeah. to let go of something. That's pretty much how, I mean, I've had to, like even uh, last week we talked about that Jordan Mm-hmm. Um, exquisite auto i mean i had to let go of some really good cards that i planned on keeping for a long time to get that one what did you let go of um i had to let go of a brady gold a oh. curry 2012 prism silver no um, no the curry yeah, prism I, silver and i was looking for that card for a long time so that one kind of hurt to get rid of but sad was, wait that's so sad i liked that one yeah. um yeah and then just a couple other like things too that i had planned on keeping and just because you know something else came up so sometimes you got to sometimes you got to make those tough decisions you know sitting on the ground looking at your collection being like what one out of these 10 do i just have to let go of i know i know my uh my uh, Tom Brady rookie has been on the chopping block for a long time, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. I don't know what to do with it. Been thinking about yeah. getting rid of it for some time. See, my the, – this is how I've always done it. Maybe listeners are different. Maybe you're different. If So, so you're probably, what, like 50-50, keep hold or whatever? Yeah, I'm pretty close. The only thing that keeps me holding it – is because on the hold side, I'm like, it was so fun to watch him last season while having a card. And like, I think that there's potential for it, obviously, if he moves towards the playoffs. 
And on the get rid of it side is after he retired, I was like, cool, I don't need this card at all now. And I don't. And so I definitely. And also, I'm like, this is a base rookie. And yeah. like, it's not that special to me. Yeah. So my what I do for cards is if I'm not anything, if I'm anything less than 90% keep, 10% sell, then I always sell. Interesting. Because eventually you're going to end up selling it anyways. Like if you're 50-50, you're going to end up selling it. Because something's going to come along that you want more, and then you're going to end up selling it. I know. I know. It's so, running on the line. Yeah. So if it's on the line and you get a good <laughs> offer, then you might as well just sell it. Because just you're going to end it. up if you're 50-50. I've never been 50-50 on anything and then held it for like a super long time. I've always ended up finding something better and then sold it. Oh, well, see, now you're tempting me to sell it. I... <laughs> I could I could be interested in selling that because yeah, I don't know. It's just it's okay. I, I never loved Tom Brady. I just like Tom Brady mostly because I want to see the greatest continue to win. The same yeah. way I want to see LeBron win. Like yeah. I always root for the greats to keep winning. But yeah, maybe you're right. That's actually an interesting uh ideology. I'm trying to think of like the big cards in my collection. Yeah, like all the big ones are in the 90% keep. Yeah. Some of them are 100% keep. Like they're not going right. anywhere. Yeah. So then, yeah. So then at least you know, you know. Because like it's about like, the same price as my Crosby sign of the times rookie autograph. And dude, I would take that Crosby rookie autograph 10 days out of 10 as over that Brady. See, what you're going to do is, is you're going to sell that Brady and then you're going to get something that goes in the 90-10 and then you're going to end up keeping that. And then you're going to be a lot. This is mind back. blown, Matt. This is, this is, this is some next level strategy. I am, this is, now you're making me want to go, you're going to get me all sell happy and I'm going <laughs> to unload like a ton of stuff. I've already unloaded a lot of stuff recently. Yeah, I think probably next week we're going to hop on the pod and he's going to be like, yeah, I don't even know if I can do this pod anymore. He's like, I have, I have two cards. And we're going to be like, well, what happened? Then yeah, you're going to be able to I'm going to be stripped down. Yeah. I'm going to be stripped down to like what? The Ian Book patch auto, the Juju patch auto, my David Ortiz patches, my yeah. uh, like Hank Aaron rookie, my Jackie Robinson, like 52 tops. And like, that's all it's going to be left. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Well, that's you know that listeners. Why don't you? Uh, I'm interested to see what you think. DM us or respond like when we post that we're post about this episode. What your thoughts are in that 90-10 strategy? Because yeah, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Right now, Matt's got me wanting to go look through my box and want me to start making decisions. Give credit to uh, Stacking Slabs. I don't know if you... You know Stacking Slabs? Yeah, I follow him. Good account. Yeah, good account. And like his pod, I, I used to listen to every episode. I haven't listened to every episode now, but I used to. And he always talks about being the GM of your collection. And yeah, you got to exactly. make the trades. You got to make the cuts. So even, even, when what, they're tough, even when they're tough. 
And I always think that's a fun way to look at it. Uh, Yeah. Like when you go, he's like, can you sit down with your box and you got to be the GM of your collection. And I always think that's so funny to think about, but it's true. Yeah. Wow. 90, 10. Right. Is anything on your chopping block right now? Anything toe in the line for the 10%? Honestly, I haven't really looked through the PC in a little bit. So if I did, then I'm sure I could probably find something. Oh, another thing I let go of was a very early 2003 finest Brady refractor. 2003, I think. Maybe I know what that looks like. Because 2002 is first year, and I have the first year. So I was like, you know what? I can love Oh, it. yeah. Yeah, you can get rid of that. 2003 finest Brady. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that card. I know that card. Yeah, it's a really nice card. I, I was – it was hard to get rid of, but I had the first year, so it, it wasn't. Fractors out of 199? Yes. Wow, that is a nice card. Yeah. Holy cow. Wow, that is kind of crazy. Yeah, but – it got me the Jordan, and the Jordan is in the hundred percent keep. That one is. It's in the hundred percent keep. Yeah, wow. that is the big time hundred percent keep would, is what. Yeah, I would have to receive an absolutely crazy offer to, to move that. Is it the top of all of your cards then? In the. Like, if you had to be whittled down to like one card, do you think it could be in the running for the one card that would be left? Hmm. Or if you get three cards, I think that's a better. Oh, three, a hundred percent. It would be in the top. It's in the three for sure. Yep. If it's in the top three, then it's big business. Cause like my top five are like the top five are stand miles ahead of everything else. We should, we should do that for next week. We should say top three or top five. That'd be fun. And it's like, it can be, I think that sentimental reasons get cards yeah, into we'll the go, top five too. Yeah, we'll just go purely sentimental reasons because I can I can think of some interesting interesting cards that would be in my top five. Yeah, because I have a card that's like a hundred dollar card that is like in contention for number one. That yeah, I, yeah, that I like, would... that like if I had to unload everything, this one hundred dollar card is 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 i think it would probably win i think it would be the last man standing i would have to keep it yeah i think my my number one would honestly be oh yeah comps are not very high this is like <laughs> a 100 150 card well let's see it's about the same so yeah about the same yeah okay well well next week guys tune in we're gonna have that top five cards that we would have in our collection Maybe some stories to go with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, we can come up with some stories as well. We can get, yeah, we can get that for you guys. Maybe we can do a little challenge, have people post in their top five cards. Yeah, I would love to see other people's top five because there's a lot of interesting PC stuff out there. Yeah, I, PC I like- stuff. Like, we're not just, like, going out here flexing on each other. Like, I mean, I guess, yeah. like, this doesn't mean you can't have an expensive card in there, but, like. Right, yeah. It's encouraged yeah, to be a little bit of a spoiler, but like my LeBron James portraits is would probably make the cut. Yeah. And that's an expensive card, but like fair. 
Yep. Wow. Yeah, that was. This is what episode twenty six. So we're halfway through a. Halfway to a year, man. We've been doing this for six months. Then. Yep, that's crazy. Thank you guys who all listen, whether it's your first time or your twenty sixth time. Uh, we always do appreciate it. I'm sure if you ask Matt, uh, he would tell you that I get very excited looking at the metrics of how of our listens and stuff. I literally look at it every day. It's, it always gets me excited. But yeah, yeah thank and you. We appreciate uh, feedback too. Yeah, we Whether do. Positive or negative, I don't really care, honestly. Yeah, I just, all, always appreciative. Always feel yeah. free to DM. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up here. Yeah. And we'll... Uh, yeah, we'll talk to you uh, next week.